It's always the right time to prepare for military transition. Let's explore why and how a remote career can impact your retirement plans. Welcome to the Burt Force Podcast. Our show helps active duty military spouses plan virtual careers. Each week, we'll be uncovering the secrets of virtual work to help get you hashtag hired. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the show for you. We are bringing you everything from juicy job opportunities to advice on how to glow up for a virtual interview. And now let's meet our host. She's the change maker responsible for getting over 700 military spouses hashtag hired and making a $15 million impact in the military community. Burt Force founder, professional speaker, remote staff augmentation specialist, visionary. Here's our host, Kimber Hill. Hey, Burt Force listeners, it's your host, Kimber Hill. Today, I have a very unique guest to bring to the table of conversation for you. Something quirky about her, she has a dog with separation anxiety who actually hasn't been home alone for more than 30 seconds. She's proud of the personal and professional development connections she's acquiring from podcasting. She's the director of community relations at U.S. Vet Wealth, the producer of the podcast show Wealth and Liberty, and the host and producer of the podcast Holding Down the Fort, which is a podcast for military spouses about financial well-being. You can catch that at holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. Please welcome Jen Amos. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kimber. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here today. It's been so long since we had just like a one-on-one chat, and every time we do talk, our conversations are so rich and wealthy. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) So I knew I needed to get you on the show soon to pour into the military spouses at VertForce. When we were getting ready to record today, you said something that I thought was very important that I thought we could kick our conversation off with. You talked about how important building an online community is for you. Could you explain why that's important for you as someone who's maintaining a remote career and also is involved in the podcasting industry and, and helping educate military spouses? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, A little bit about my story is that I was uh, born as a military child. My dad had served in the 80s and 90s, and I was born in Yokosuka Naval Base. And we moved around every two to three years uh, up until 1998, when I had unfortunately lost my dad. He was about two years away from retiring full career, full 20 years. I think that kind of set me on this path you know, given the fact that we moved around so much. um, And even once we settled in San Diego for about 20 years, I never really found my footing locally. I think I always had this paranoia that maybe something was going to happen or I was going to lose people or what I had was only temporary. One of the initial things that I dove into at a young age was uh, were MSN chat rooms. It's very old, very, very way back when. My aunt introduced them to me when I was in fifth grade. 
but it was the early beginnings of me being exposed to the internet and how consistent it was for me. Like even when I was at school during my lunch breaks, I would go to the computer lab and chat with my friends there. So fast forward to my adult life. I uh, ended up in my young twenties. I found that I couldn't hold down a job. I was fired from four jobs consecutively, uh, even though I have a bachelor's <laughs> and I didn't know. I, I ended up getting into sales because I found it was the one thing that wouldn't fire me. That had led me into uh, my first business. I ran a social media marketing agency for about six years. And then I had met uh, my husband, mainly because we were introduced. Uh, he was actually a referral. So I promise you this doesn't happen all the time, but he was referred to me as a client. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to this day, a lot of the work we do and, and the, the common theme I've had throughout my life has been the internet, doing marketing on there and building community on there and building a sustainable business and a sustainable income on there. Going back to your question about online community and why I do it. One, I think it's been built in me as someone who was raised as a military child. And Two, it's been the most consistent way for me to uh, have a sense of belonging and a sense of connection. And even today, a lot of the work that we do with my husband and I uh, is online. You know, given current events, I feel fortunate to say that we haven't been greatly impacted by everything. Um, our business is still. Uh, up and running, thank goodness. And if anything, we've been busier than ever because everyone is forced to be online. And we've been online for a very long time collectively. And you and your husband, you specialize in, well, your company is US Vet Wealth. So you specialize in teaching military families how to manage, save, grow financially. And in particular, you like to focus on the military spouse community too. So how do you think that building that online community helps you educate that community and stay connected to them more? Well, I think online community is the best way to stay connected with military spouses. Even if we try to do anything locally, uh, especially if they're active duty, they're going to end up moving anyway. And so the internet is something that is, in my opinion, at least right now in, in our current time, it's uh, consistent, it's sustainable, and it's a great way to deepen the relationships that you already have. Even if you had met them in person, it's a great way to uh, stay in touch. Uh, so I started the podcast show Holding Down the Four about a year ago because the majority of the people I work with are veterans. And I personally had felt like amongst our team, um, I had the most relatability with military families. However, as a gold star daughter, that doesn't necessarily mean I understand the experiences of military spouses, especially today. The way that uh, we had focused on building the podcast um, and building our community uh, was really started with market research. The places that we currently congregate, uh, or at least we currently do outreach, is actually through Instagram. <laughs> so I work with an assistant where we find those spouses on Instagram who are very transparent about the journey that they're going through right now. We like to highlight that. So on Instagram, for example, uh, we like to reshare posts by military spouses who have this long narrative of what you know, you know, life is like for them for now, or what life is like for them at the moment. In addition to that, we, um, you know, depending on how the relationship goes, we invite them to the show to share their story. If they are a a business owner that is serving spouses, we um, bring them on the show to talk about that. I started the show as a way to understand the current needs 
of the military spouses and military families today, particularly the ones that are in active duty. And uh, in that experience, I have learned a lot. I have learned that military spouses don't always need help. You know, they're so, you're all so resilient and resourceful. I just hope that what we are providing is just an extra thing you can listen to, you know, to give you more informed decisions or stories to validate where you are right now on your journey and uh, inspire you to continue to make informed decisions for you and your family. Yes, we talk about finance on there. We think it's especially important because a lot of the uh, benefits that service members receive are really for the spouse. And unfortunately, the spouse doesn't doesn't always receive that information firsthand. So we cover that in a couple of episodes on our show. But we also incorporate just other types of uh, topics on our show as well. We've included entrepreneurial type topics. We've included mental health, which is, I find to be a very common issue um, that spouses love hearing about, and also nonprofits that are supporting military families today or even veterans today. So we have we have a variety of people who've come on our show to either share their story as military family or um, to share a resource that is of benefit to the community. Okay, military spouses, let's take a moment to hear from our power partners over at Instant Teams. Instant Teams knows you're a real force to be reckoned with. You're flexible, resilient, and you've acquired a unique set of skills. So why is finding a sustainable, portable career so difficult? Well, with Instant Teams, it doesn't have to be. Join the 100% remote workforce today to get connected to a customer success marketing, or administrative position that works for you. Visit instantteams.com today to get started. Need help with your resume? Vertforce has your back. Listen to our Resume Bootcamp series, which covers episodes 47 through 60 of this show. Play them in chronological order to build a winning resume tailored to the virtual job market. Resume Bootcamp also offers a subscription-based online course and private community. Learn how you can opt in to our live trainings and resume critiques at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen BC. I love that your show is a primary resource and I am a little obsessed with finance and, you know, just really getting the most out of what my husband and I both earn and trying to live that debt-free lifestyle or at least trying to get there. Um, So I really appreciate the education that you guys are bringing to the table. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because... I feel like uh, my husband, because he's the founder of US Fed Wealth, he has really found a unique way to talk about money to military families. Because as we know, military families are far from the average American family. And when they retire, when the service member retires, they're still pretty young. You know, they're in their young 30s. Mm-hmm. They're, they're either in their late 30s or young 40s. Sometimes they could stretch mm-hmm. it a little further. And typically, 
if you're talking to a standard financial advisor, they're talking to you about term, whole, whole life insurance or retirement. You know, the service member and the family still have a couple of decades ago before they, you know, they really fully officially retire. And so we like to let them know that what they're doing is it's a standard way of handling their finances, but it's not the only way. And the other options that are available to them could actually be a lot more beneficial for them. And what they're currently doing may be helping them or maybe hurting them in the long run more than, more than helping them. And so part of our mission is to provide that education to say that you are a unique family, you're unique as a service member. And we want to show you at least through your finances, how you can adjust, you know, adjust your finances to match the unique lifestyle that you, that you all live, especially when you transition, because the way that, you know, the service member and the family transitions is not the way someone leaves one corporate job and into another corporate job. Thank you for bringing that up because it's it's not, it's so different. And at Vertforce, we work with so many transitioning service members' spouses and transitioning service members who are at that point in their career and it's coming up and they're not really sure what's next. And we see a lot of people who didn't really prepare for it financially. So they're trying to hit the ground running to find a really nice high paying salary. You know, something happens I believe it's like a year after your service, a lot of those benefits like BAH and things like that start to disintegrate and go away. And then you realize how much you've been dependent on those benefits. And you have to make a game plan for yourself and switch gears. And one of the things that we like to promote at Vertforce is for the military spouse or the veteran to have not only a W-2 income, but have some form of side hustle on the side. I'm a big proponent of multiple income streams, driving in multiple income streams for yourself so that if any one thing were to break or give way at any moment, that's not the only thing you were relying on. Yeah, it's interesting because I was recently, um, I recently spoke at this nonprofit where they they specifically start at 9.22 a.m. They start their meeting at 9.22, 22 minutes in because the 22 represents the number of veteran suicide that happens every day. Mm. And um, that really speaks to me because, you know, I think about my dad and this year, my sister and I have been delving more into his story. Uh, we don't entirely know what happened to him when we lost him. But what we're coming to find is that my dad may had committed suicide while he was on active duty. And in the, in his death certificate, it says, it says his death was unknown or he may had uh, supposedly uh, drowned in sea. And we're hearing that maybe they put that down. They wrote that down so that we could still have the benefits of, you know, the death benefits or what oh, have wow. you. I, I was too young to understand at the time, but you know, suicide is, is real uh, in, in the veteran community. And uh, I'm not a veteran. I cannot relate in that way. Although I do have, uh, I do, I have struggled with depression and uh, suicidal ideation in the past. And when I learned more about my dad's story, it made me, it kind of, I was able to connect the pieces, but I bring this up because there's a lot of reasons why I think veterans uh, end up committing suicide. But the one reason that we feel like we can combat with our company is giving the veteran a sense of purpose again. When you're in the military, you have a mission, you have a unit, you know, you, you always know what you're going to do next, or at least, you know, someone's going to tell you <laughs> what to do next. 
And when you transition out, you don't have all, you don't have any of that. You're told to figure it out now. Mm -hmm. And if Mm -hmm. you've been in the service for a long time, it's really hard to make that decision. It's almost embarrassing that you don't know how to make that transition. And so I think that a lot of um, veterans try to handle it in isolation or not handle it at all. What we do is more than just helping you with your finances. It's, it's more than that. It's helping you dig deep and understand what kind of purpose you want to have today and how can we align your finances to support that? Because if you think about it, when the when you do retire, you're still fairly young. You still have 20, 30 years to work if you want. And yet you're being told by financial advisors to save for retirement. And it's like, well, what am I going to do until then? You know, I still have a couple of decades ago. We have a different take on how we speak to our veterans and military families about finances. It's not the standard way. Mm-hmm. It's not the popular way. It's not the way that we've all con- been convinced to live. And in the way that Scott has uh, acted that out for himself, um, I feel like he's been able to find a sense of purpose because of it and why he feels so compelled to doing that for our fellow veterans and military community. Oh, absolutely. And it's about time, right? It's about time someone said, let's evaluate what benefits are available and how you can truly use them if you're retiring at 40 or you're retiring at 45. Right. I will tell you what my husband does every weekend. We spend, Jen, I kid you not, every weekend, this man spends the whole weekend on Zillow, looking for plots of <laughs> land at the lake Love where it. he's going to retire, which is literally 19 years away. <laughs> 19 years away. But he's hyper fixated on it. And you sharing that with me about, you know, having a sense of purpose outside of the military or a plan for after the military, that that helps me understand where his head is now. Yeah. Because that's that's really where he's going. He's he's planning, okay, well, this is great and amazing for now. I love my job for now, but I need to know that there's going to be something after it. You know, that's a great and very unique and rare attitude for someone like your husband to have because, and I can only speak on the stories that my husband had told, had told me and our colleagues, but they don't think that far ahead, you know, while they're on active duty. Uh, sometimes when they're, when they're about to renew their contract, they renew it just out of apathy, kind of like, well, I don't know what I want to do when I get out. So I'm just going to extend it for a couple more years. And then I'm going to keep extending it. I'm going to, you know, maybe I can get that, you know, I get a higher pension. Maybe I can get a higher salary. And it becomes more about just putting it off because you can. But as you know, as you all know, as we all know, you have, you eventually have to get out. You just do. That's just the military life. I think what we do uh, with U.S. Fed Wealth and, and part of my contribution with holding down the fort is showing people that the military community has to help out the military community. It's not, not I mean, the, the government is the government, the government, but the government doesn't know, you know, it's a different perspective than someone who's actually going through it and in the trenches. And so I'd like to believe that people come to us because they know that we are, you know, fellow veterans, we are fellow military, um, you know, spouses. And, you know, we understand we've been through it. I really appreciate this collaboration, Kimber, because I do think that we have to help each other out because the government and the military can only do so much. They, I mean, the fact that they provide us a stable paycheck is super awesome. Okay. Let's not deny that the paychecks, the benefits, the discounts, you know, the means of travel, like all of that, it's awesome. And so we have to do our part 
as a military community to help each other for the things that the government and the military cannot necessarily provide or, or doesn't provide enough of because they they provide enough. We pull enough from our taxpayers, <laughs> you know, to really take advantage of all these benefits that we're receiving. But yeah, it, it's stuff like what you're doing with Vert Force and what we're doing here at US Vet Wealth that I think is also complementary and necessary for the military community. I agree. But I want to get you to help us tell our listeners where to connect with you and where they can learn more. How can they get involved if they're looking to plan for transition and learn how to use their military benefits to the fullest capacity? You can learn more about our company, U.S. Vet Wealth at usvetwealth.com. If you want to get a hold of me personally, my email is pretty easy. It's just jen at usvetwealth.com. Com. And if you want to learn more about the podcast show, Holding Down the Fort, you could just visit holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. Awesome. And it's a great show. You should definitely go check it out. We're big fans of it. So thank you so much, Jen. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up our show today? Just thank you for the opportunity and thank you for what you do. And I think it's important to continue to have more voices such as us to you know speak up and be on these type of shows so that our community, you know, the individual, the the spouse that's struggling with a lot or the service member that feels like maybe they're not providing enough for their family, whatever the, whatever the case is, I think it's important to continue to amplify our voices and share these resources so that we could help at least one more person feel like they're not alone or they can make uh, informed decisions for their family and, and their financial future. Thank you, Jen. All right, listeners, you heard it from Jen. If you'd like to contact her, you can reach her at jen at usvetwealth.com. And you can catch her podcast, Holding Down the Fort, at holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. All right, Vert Force, that is it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and leave us a review. We really love hearing from you. If you need to find the show notes, which include all of the resources we discussed in this episode, you can find those at vertforce.us. Guys, I'm serious when I say we want to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or a question, email us at support at vertforce.us. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. All right, catch you next week.